Welcome to the Nutritious and Delicious podcast with me, Bethany. Our mission is to support you as a busy parent with your nutrition and well-being. After all, at Nutritious and Delicious, we believe a healthy family starts with a healthy parent. So I'm super excited. I have Krista here with me today. Krista is actually a personal trainer and fitness instructor, and she has had experience for over 18 years and is actually specializing around injuries. She teaches many kinds of classes such as boxing, spin, boot camp, and yoga. She is the owner of Excel Fitness in Canmore, Alberta, and has an online studio where she can train anyone, anywhere. She has a realistic approach to fitness for any level, bringing awareness to each and every client about the importance of regular strength training. Krista has a strong passion for staying strong and healthy to live her best life, and she wants to share that passion with each and every one of her clients. So welcome, Krista. Thank you, Bethany. Yeah, so I'm excited because today our topic is uh, one that we both deal with on a regular basis, and this is called Breaking Through Emotional Habits for Lasting uh, Transformation for People. So actually, this is something I want to go into with you because as a personal trainer, this is something you probably see a lot in your industry. So kind of give us a little bit of background first and tell us how you got started in the space. So with my background, I was a dancer, I was a soccer player, and I always was intrigued with strength training. So I was in Calgary for school and it brought me out to Canmore due to the mountains and just my outdoor activities. I ended up working at a gym facility and then realized that there is a need for more of a personalized atmosphere. So more of a studio, more of a, not necessarily a gym vibe. So a studio where someone could have the space all to themselves when they're being personal trained. It's not that gym atmosphere where there's a lot of people around. So it did get, I found there's a lot of intimidation Mm -hmm. uh, with gym atmosphere. So I knew that my, my passion was to help more of these people that were not uh, sure if the gym was for them. So my mind went right to a studio and here I am. Um, I've been doing it in a studio for 15 years and then three years before that at a gym. And I find that there's way more success in the this studio atmosphere with my clients than in the gym atmosphere. That's amazing. What have you noticed over the last few years, especially going through the pandemic and everything with people? What have you noticed in the industry in terms of sort of people with their emotional habits? So it was really hard on everybody. And I'm actually to this day still seeing people just coming back after three years, three years and haven't done anything. So it basically took them from, I've seen a lot of my clients and then I, I haven't seen some of them for, for three years. Some have come back, some have done other things, but some are still like to this day, just coming back after that three years. So I am asking the questions like, what, what were you doing or what, like what happened? And a lot of them are just going, you know what? It was just, I was just too stressed. And I mean, all the reasons why we need to work out are the, the, um, reasons that they're, that they're giving me. Right. So again, it's, I know, especially being in Canada and stuff, it's harder to work out outside, but, um, I know for yourself, like you love the mountains just as much as I do and getting out and doing those kind of things like hiking and dog walking and things like that. It's trying to get people 
to kind of get out and do things no matter what, even if they're, they kind of have those barriers, right? And I think that's what we're really talking about today is breaking through those barriers because I think a lot of people for that lasting transformation um, is you need kind of a unique mindset, a unique way of looking at things like an attitude, um, whether it's in nutrition, whether it's in physical fitness. And I find a lot of people... Um, it's it's an easy thing to sort of drop and something I noticed definitely on the nutrition front, especially during those years of the pandemic, um, you know, a lot of people were eating very unhealthy. And I think it was, like you said, stress, stress induced. So um, I noticed there was a big influx of people um, not moving, not going and sort of doing something different, maybe stepping outside and thinking that they could figure something else out. Um, and then the eating obviously changed to sort of more cravings, emotional eating at nighttime. Um, so what have you noticed yourself or some emotional habits that are coming up often with clients or maybe even sort of, uh, emotional tapes that you're hearing on a regular basis? So this is a perfect example of how lack of nutrition and lack of movement is, is damaging. So when they come in after a break and and it it may be me reaching out to them first or you know there's not a lot of people that are just coming in because they're ready that motivation or even that um that momentum was stopped Mm -hmm. and then now they're on that downward i don't want to say downward spiral but there's no it's like they're in a funk kind of thing. they're in the funk so how are we breaking out of that funk a lot of times i'm reaching out one-on-one just seeing how they're doing and it's taking a little bit of extra work for me it feels like i'm starting from the ground up right but a lot of people that i'm reaching out to are just saying like i just don't have the energy or i lost it i was just too stressed but hand in hand nutrition poor nutrition with the lack of movement isn't going to give us energy so at the end of the day they've lost their why they've lost their why as why i want to be fit and healthy anymore like they lost their why so i am trying to get people to tell me what like make up their like reconfirm what their why is right why did we start in the first place and then obviously three years later we're all three years older yeah and a lot of my clientele are getting older and we need to get back on the horse or we're going into a phase of life where muscle is going to be lost very quickly yeah and if uh yeah that why isn't there we definitely don't have anything to work towards what were some kind of typical whys that people started with prior to the pandemic versus now? Like, what are you noticing for people? One in terms in my head that just popped up was a lot of people, when I think of losing weight, they do it for like a reason, like in terms of like going on vacation and because obviously vacation stopped, a lot of people are sort of backtracking and like, well, I can't go on vacation. Therefore I have no reason to get in a bathing suit kind of thing. Exactly. So they lost their why. And that's a lot of things like people weren't buying new clothes because we don't know where to go. So they didn't feel great. And things like that, like not that you have to buy new clothes, but that's another, like a lot of things that I heard is like, why bother? Why bother? Why bother? So all those why bothers, uh, were the unknown, right? So the unknown of, of, of the future, but for me, seeing people's whys go from, you know, being like, you know, I want to be fit, healthy, lose weight to, I don't know 
why I stopped. Like they all say, I don't know, not they all. Most people say, I don't know why I stopped. So there's, what do I say about that? I don't know why I stopped. Well, we kind of know why you stopped. It's just that there was no, nothing to work towards anymore. But ideally I'd like people to find a stronger why. Obviously the why isn't strong enough to, uh, to just give up like that. It, it sounds like they're, especially in the fitness industry and, and looking a certain way, um, they know it's going to take a lot longer to get to that result in terms of without changing their nutrition. So if they're eating obviously poorly and then they're like, well, now I feel like I'm far too gone. Like why, why try? The whys also sound like they're very um, temporary, like they're for a goal kind of maybe within that year or so of getting to a certain place. It sounds like there are a lot of people aren't focused on the health of themselves because they know now they're on they're a lot more unhealthier three years later having maybe gained weight or not taking care of their health properly gone to certain appointments and things like that um i think a lot of people struggle because their health is not their top priority it's more aesthetic looking and um you know people sort of even if they did like calls or anything like that they kind of did like the whole pajamas on the bottom and you know good looking on the top for the zoom calls and i think a lot of people just kind of gave into the sweatpants i think for a really long time and kind of grew into them unfortunately and then don't get back into their old clothes so it's like now i feel like i'm a lot further behind and it's going to take me x amount of time to catch up and i know how hard i worked um, say with Krista before, like working out, I know it's, I'm going to have to try even harder, but like you said, it's, it's getting that like baby step in that one foot in the door to be like, um, I, a, you know, I admit that what I was doing wasn't working. And then, you know, starting with just the one day, you know, building it up. Right. Cause I think people look at it as like an yeah. overall long term. Yeah. It's too much. Absolutely. So I'm looking at people coming back and once one, once they do one session, one session, they're back. So in order for that, the discipline to be there, to get to, you know, like to email me or to get into the gym, it, you know, motivation will be there, but is it the discipline to get there that is there? I think the discipline is the biggest thing. There's always going to be you know, motivation that is up and down, but no matter what we gotta, we gotta do the work. What are you, what are the conversations looking like when you are reaching out to somebody and you said that, you know, you're getting the resistance of, I'm, I don't know why, um, I don't feel like I have really the energy to get like in there. What is something that sort of changes their mind? Are you sort of looking at like trying to sort of point out like why they started in the, in the first place or helping them discover a new why, like, where does that conversation yeah. go? So the conversation the goes um, sort of like this. We, I always, you know, s- stress the importance of as we age, we are going to lose muscle mass and our quality of life will decrease. Right. And we're limping around more. We maybe have a few aches or pains. We just don't feel great. So looking at the body, like it feels like an eggshell. You can break at any moment. Or we could get out there and feel like a solid brick and do anything. And a lot of people go, yeah, I need to be stronger than that eggshell. So going out and hanging out with my grandkids or, you know, being able to still walk and ski and bike and hike. And some people that can't do that anymore, 
And I say that there's, there's some people that are still resistant to the fact that nutrition and exercise are really the key, key thing. Right. What do, you, what do you think is replacing that in terms of when you say like they don't sort of see that as the the issue like what are they sort of seeing it as i feel like they're seeing it as like you said like this big burden like i i'm not gonna be able to catch up and the thing is we need to change our mind frame right so if you tell yourself you're not going to catch up well then you're not going to catch up it's right. the story that you're telling yourself so they tell themselves themselves a story and then that story is stuck with it there's always like the same excuses come up every time too so that's just the story that they're feeding themselves so if you say to yourself i'm never going to catch up i'm never going to get fit again then that's the story you're going to live by so mm -hmm. the mindset has to be changed first in order to go further that's very true it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy when people kind of get on that route um and it's almost like it made me think of you know when someone's like you know hurt and they're like go on without me just leave me here to die you know yeah. kind of like they're just kind of done and they're like i'm kind of a lost cause and yeah. i think that's maybe the tape that's sort of filling the yes. the day-to-day -day, um, which of, is really unfortunate yeah like a lot of self-sabotage really so it's right. just pity me poor me poor me poor me a lot of people are focusing on the negative things that are happening in their body versus right what could be and so i feel like they're dwelling too much and i say they as in like you know a, a lot of my conversations are they're dwelling on you know their injury that they had or the amount of energy they don't have they're just really dwelling on how much energy that lacking of energy or right just that that sore foot you know what i mean so that they yeah they, they fixate on that and then they tell themselves that there's nothing they can do so then it's, yeah that's the story that they're that they're going with it's almost like a way of giving yourself permission or an excuse to not absolutely. make absolutely. that effort right absolutely yeah. so if we go that mindset direction because i think that's where i think a lot of what we deal with on a regular basis is people that are resistant to change um what do you advise clients uh to do to make a breakthrough with these habits with their attitude and mindset like what are you sort of helping them um, refocus on if they are kind of focused on that injury or i can't or this story that's in their head so we're looking at the long term so i always tell themselves to visualize themselves in three months so three months from now if we put in some work what's it gonna feel like what's it gonna feel like if we don't put in the work for three months we're we're gonna backtrack mm -hmm. a little bit we're gonna continue to backtrack so i give them small uh pieces of basically mindset work we don't look a year ahead that's just too long ahead so yeah. like two or three months and visualize yourself and that's why i do all these fitness challenges is it's three months to really change your mindset and get into yeah. a different um or a, a routine uh some sort so giving yourself three months to to make that change and it's consistency so consistency of communication with uh your trainer consistency with your sessions, but consistency with your coach. So mm -hmm. trying to get them on board with that communication, trying to get them on board with short um, uh, goals, attainable goals, and just baby steps from there. But looking at, you know, where we could be in three months versus where we are now. I think it is. It's a lot of that is baby steps and 
I think that's a good way of putting it is getting someone to visualize themselves um, because that can actually gear you towards becoming your best self. Like I feel like as well, like I use a lot of visualization um, even just for different changes that I've made in my own life is how do I want to sort of see myself? And I usually go kind of that year ahead just for my own version um, cause it's kind of that like goal I want to be, but I get when you're in such a dire state, you want to see three months from now. Cause that's such a small step yeah. and it's something that is attainable. And I love how you do the short, like boot camp type of things. Cause I think that really helps people. Um, it's like a kick in the pants, you know, yeah. to get them just to like, just join me for this, you know, boot camp. like within a few weeks, you're going to start to feel better. Um, and then you're doing it as well with usually other people. So it's kind of that, um, camaraderie I guess you want to call it together right like where everybody is kind of doing the same thing do you find um the other thing I was going to notice too is that you usually surround yourself with the same type of people and it can usually be spouses friends things like that have you noticed certain things coming up in terms of like it's a it's maybe their crew or the people that they're around and it's like another way of sort of sabotaging like um, them working on themselves. Like, do you see that? Absolutely. And I do see this quite a bit, whether it's a husband and wife or whether yeah. it's best friends, uh, there is something that is noticeable for sure. When you team up with someone who has the same mind frame as you, or you're giving each other permission, to, it's okay to feel crappy or it's okay to you know, be tired all the time. Yeah. So I feel like if there is a way that um, I could be everyone's <laughs> sidekick for a little bit, for the first little bit, meaning they have me to call on or they have me um, holding them accountable, finding more people like that is just going to help you um, with your with your goals. But yes, yeah, surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And if you find yourself with your best friend and you're both bringing each other down, you know, still going to be my best friend, but I'm going to, you know, try, try maybe a challenge or try maybe a, a community. Like all my group training is a very community oriented, mm -hmm. oriented where you find this community, uh, that may be separate from your relationships. Uh, but you are surrounding yourself with more like-minded people and, you know, just not having that, uh, I want to say that pressure, that yeah. pressure of, you know, like, what are you doing and leaving me in the dust kind of thing. But Trying to get your friend on board maybe or your spouse on board and i see that a lot where one spouse isn't on board and one one is and then eventually that other one follows and it's just easier for both yeah especially when you can go and do something together i think that's really helpful and i see that definitely in the nutrition aspect too is i've seen a few unfortunately where um you know, some, I've had some women where they've tried to work on themselves and then their husbands are bringing home like pizza and things that they know that they'll gravitate towards. So then I get the excuses of like, well, you know, they brought home this, so I had to eat it because like he, you know, so it's just, you know, and it, and it sucks because you're trying to sort of like be the advocate, that, that cheerleader for them. And, um, you know, there's obviously times and moments where you're not going to be working out and you're going to be relaxing. There's going to be moments where you're having like a, a special occasion and you're eating like that Christmas food or that birthday cake. Like that's just part of life. But if it's like a habitual thing and you're around that, you, you need to sort of step back and see like, is this actually helping you? Right. Because sometimes, unfortunately it can be a bit of a sabotage um, way. And, and 
that's where I think your why needs to come in and be that yeah. strong, stronger why. Yeah. Um, did you have anything sort of last, like last things that you wanted to say to the audience about like the mindset challenges and maybe somebody that's like on the fence of not sure about their nutrition, not sure about like their workouts and like, you know, where to go from there? Absolutely. I just feel like you need to know that one thing doesn't fit all. So something that someone else is doing, it again, it could be intimidating, but that may not be for you. This is a journey uh, that is customized and that is, it is, is all about you. So your workouts may not be the same as your friend. Your workouts may be something more specific that you need. So there is something for everybody in terms of, of working out and strength training doesn't have to be this high intensity, you know, rah, rah kind of thing. It's really, it, there really is something for everybody. For example, I had a few broken legs. I didn't have broken legs, but I have a few clients with broken legs over the last three months. And I've been working with them just, you know, still in a group session, but they're doing their thing. Um, but still, you know, able to participate in a way. So there are things for everybody. Same with nutrition. Not one thing's going to fit all. So you really need to go into this with the mindset of making it your own, taking out what you don't need from something and taking in what you need and trying to find that strong why and then bringing into um, account your your sessions, your, pers- your workouts that work for you and your nutrition that's going to work for you as well. Definitely. I love it. So um, where can all the clients find you? I have a website, www.xlfitnesscanmore.com. Instagram, xlfitnesscanmore, along with social media, Facebook, xlfitness. And my website has all the information about what I do. There's a great online studio where I can reach anyone from anywhere. And again, that could be customized around any injuries, any basically trying to create it around your, or sorry, trying to create you a plan around your lifestyle. So it's mm-hmm. realistic and uh, we can make a plan that you can actually um, have success with. Wonderful. Well, thank you for so much for coming on to the show, Krista. Thank you so much for having me.